Oh, and nowadays, I guess a lot of people are speaking Pinglish. I don't know if that's a word. It is, and, and you can put me in that list. <laughs> Hello, you're listening to Four Micronesians by Micronesians, and May is Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And so I plan to highlight dynamic Micronesians that everyone should meet. So today I have a guest who is a Micronesian mother, wife, daughter, and ex-coupon extravaganzist. <laughs> so tell us your name and how else would you describe yourself? Um, my name is Nancy Makaya. Um, I basically am family-oriented and uh, not a lot about me, just boring. <laughs> oh my goodness. What type of Micronesian are you? Um, I am um, half Pinglapis and half Chukis, but I would call Pompeii my home because um, we have land and I was born on Pompeii and I grew up on Pompeii, but my roots belong to Pinglap and Chuk. And then which parent is from where? My mom is Pinglapis and my dad is um, from Chuk. Okay. Did they meet in Pompeii then? They actually met in Guam. Oh wow! Yeah, so, and moved around a little bit. Yeah, they they met in Guam, but I was born in Pompeii, and we lived in Pompeii for a while, and then we went and lived in Chuuk for like I want to say eleven months, but that was like um, back when I was like really little, I was second grade, and then we moved back home, and then we came to the U.S. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So if you were stranded on a deserted island, who would you take with you to keep you company? So Kawai's going to kill me, but <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I, I would choose him, but in this scenario, um, <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> um, I am actually like finding like kind of on a spiritual and religious journey so I would really love to be stranded to one of our ancestors before colonization wow Ooh, that's a cool answer yeah oh my goodness I I just like imagine just like learning about chakras and Buddha like I just want to know what we believed in because all of what we do now, it, it's kind of like a, like, it's missionary residue. Base. Yeah, it's kind of like a residue of what our ancestors really believed before, like, foreigners came. So I, I, my, my journey started, like, back then, and, like, right now, just my close family and friends but I'm kind of becoming more focal about being atheist. So okay. it's, it's really frowned upon within our community. Mm-hmm. So it, it's because it's it kind of questioned their converts or, or like it's not something we're familiar with, right? So right. do you want me to keep that in or edit it out? I can do either. No, we can keep that in. It's fine. Okay. Just because, like you said, um, I know it can be frowned upon, and I don't want you to feel like, oh, man, I wish you were taking that part out. I think more concern was my family and my parents, but they're accepting now. It's been tough four years, so (laughs) we're good. (laughs) Yeah. Of, like, um, just 
I want to believe that there is something out there, but not in a like you know Christianity form. I don't know how yeah. to put it. So if you really think about everything, like our superstitions, our beliefs, and why we do the things we do, it really comes down to like what our ancestors did. And like I want to believe that they pray to like you know the mother nature herself you know and Mm -hmm. we believe in our emotions and i don't know it's it's uh yeah it's just (laughs) oh yeah too and i believe like we were able to like communicate and like the more we are connected to our ancestors we were able to communicate and learn from them but now that we're more modernized like our beliefs are kind of like getting weaker so what would your dream career be so right now my my ultimate dream career is um do you know andrew simmerman he goes he goes around and eating like the weirdest food from different oh i don't know who that is <laughs> so he's he's um i want to say on travel channel but like he goes and visit like exotic places or like just anywhere and he will eat like their local food like he went to hawaii he ate spam like that wasn't his best thing he went he went to um samoa and he ate like um sea cucumbers but it's like fermented sea cucumbers you know like things like that and he enjoyed it like i want to be i want to have his job like i just Uh like weird food (laughs) it's kind of that's a really good answer (laughs) (laughs) what's something on your bucket list Oh, something on my bucket list. So I mentioned I lived on Chuk for like a couple months, but on my bucket list is I wanted to go um, Highland Offing in Micronesia, just like uh, going to the outer islands and kind of just learning more things and spending time there and then going to a different one. And I wanted to start with um, being a lab. I've never been right i want to go too so start with thing muckle and then back to chook so yeah oh that would be real. is your um family that is from chook are they from chook or are they from like an atoll kind of like your family who's paying lapis oh they are from the um, lagoon they're from the island called seas but my grandma is from Fafin. so there's like um these big islands and i think did you stop by when going to Bonpe? you stopped by Chuk or no? I didn't stop by Chuk. I stopped by um, Marshall Island. Okay. And I stopped by Yap. I want to say on my way there. <laughs> so, um, Fifin is I I want yeah. I, I'm pretty like 95 positive. It's the biggest island <laughs> in Chuk. Okay. And then across from that is a small island that looks like a spoon. Um, is where my dad is from. Um, what is one thing that you could not live without? I'm a co- so <laughs> I would say my knowledge of being la bees. Like I'm really bad. My being la bees is about like an elementary grade being la bees, but just reading it <laughs> and like just understanding and kind of speaking it kind of helps me um stay with my culture if that makes sense yeah 
what is the most memorable lesson that you've learned from your parents? Oh, the most memorable lesson I learned from my parents. So my dad, what it's not really like them teaching me. It's just kind of watching them grow up and learning, you know, just like taking that on is he is such a patient and humble man. Um, no matter what, he always sees like the best in people. Oh, that's a good quality. Yeah, and I ha- I'm not there yet, but I really hope one day I will be there. So I like try to see in his perspective. But yeah, I I know I learned that from him. But then there's like a stubborn me, which is come from my mom. So. <laughs> <laughs> taught you that part so I want to live by his example just by growing up that's something I'm striving for yeah um what are you most proud of um I am actually really proud of my parents So my dad just them growing up back in the islands and for him to leave he hasn't seen his family before he saw his family like he just left his family and went with my mom and he stayed mm-hmm. in Pompeii like everyone considered him being lapis they don't really know that he's chukis so yeah. he basically like lived most of his life for my mom mm-hmm. and us so that's why I'm not really connected with my family. But he moved it, changed his whole life to go stay in Pompeii. And um, so, he, you know, in our culture where you have to take care of your family. So mm-hmm. he took care of my grandparents um, until oh, they wow. passed. Then um, you would think he would go because my grandma, his mom is still alive to go to him. But he wanted something better for me so I moved to Utah first and then he moved after and we've been here Mm -hmm. and you know like their job title is not glorified or anything but he's really hardworking and he stay like consistent and persevere through anything that we've come across and yet he finds like joy in this small little things he's just like really content with how mm. it turns out and just kind of looking at him sorry oh no so fine. just looking at my parents just makes me really proud to be their daughter so mm. yeah what is something that you wish for for Micronesian people? Um, one thing that I really wish our community could improve on is mm-hmm. we are kind of like a low-key, hush-hush type of like cons- conservative like community where like I want them to talk about suicide just because like we're islanders and we grew up like it's instilled in us that oh we're islanders we don't have mental issues you know 
Um, yeah. And I've lost so many of my families just to like suicide. And we just don't talk about it. Like it's something that nobody wants to talk about. It's kind of like, oh, this happened and then we move forward. But we really don't get like behind like, how come this happened? What can we do to improve for our like next generation so they don't come to this struggle? We're not really... Um, good about like being the safe zone for some of our like females out there or like daughters, sisters um, of like something dramatic happening to them. And we kind of just sweep it under the rug because uh, we know someone and it might affect their life and really like dismissing mm-hmm. what that like the trauma. Like yeah. The trauma. So. I'm so happy that I'm talking with you because I was, no one has yet said it, um, but I really want people to kind of like talk about things that like talk people about, don't yeah. talk about a lot. And I was really, really hoping, I don't ever want to like push people into talking about things, but I was really hoping that somebody would mention mental yeah. health. I'm so happy that you mentioned it because um, I do think that, um, I think that our generations are the ones that are probably going to start having these conversations. Mm -hmm. And I think that like our parents' generations were the ones that were unfortunately taught like not to talk Mm -hmm. about trauma. Yeah. And to talk about like those, those really hard um, conversations. But I think that our generation is the one who's going to have like those really courageous. Yeah. And it's, it's a topic I really want to bring because just with people um, and family members I knew that lost to their demons, um, I just, and we're just not really focal about it. And um, in some perspective, some people will use that excuse as like, oh, um, there's a saying in in Ping Lafi's like, um, or like things like that, like uh, some sort of related to like black mat magic or like um you know bad spirits took him and things like that really Mm -hmm. um disregarding that actually this person did was going through a lot of mental issues and were just like dismissing them and they don't feel safe on coming and talking to you about what they're going through you know okay so a little bit more of a light-hearted question um what is the most ridiculous way that you've ever been in so the uh, most ridiculous way I've been injured. I think um, I was third grade or fourth grade. So back home, we do a lot of Friday shows. And that's where like everyone comes together and like do like skates and dancing, like show their talents and stuff, right? <laughs> so yeah. um, me and my classmates, uh, there's few of us and we partnered up to do like a candle dance. So like partner candle dance. Um, and I don't know what happened, but me and this other guy, he's not my partner, but we got into it. <laughs> we, we got into it. We got into it and he sprained my arm. But, you know, like just be because you're friends, you're like, OK, we're all good. Like after we fought, uh, <laughs> spread my hands and oh, then no. we went back to practicing but my hands got swollen and my mom like I try to hide it from my mom like my parents 
and I think it went for like five days and my my mom asked me to go grab some ice and I went and like back home you have to put like water in these jugs and then freeze them in the ice box right and then then you break it down and that becomes ice so I was trying to carry it and it fell and she's like, why did it fall? And then she saw my hand was all Aww. swollen. Like, I couldn't even get a grip on it. Uh, so my mom, this is so oh, embarrassing. My, my mom took me to that <laughs> guy's house. His parents and knocked and his mom came out. And my mom's like, I need your son um to like um to massage her hands, right? And you would think. Like these things like doesn't work right like because it's it's like swollen and i'm pretty sure like it got fractured or something but he he massaged it and it healed so like it's it's just so weird to me to think about it now but it worked so what is the most interesting micronesian superstition that you're familiar oh with? my gosh there's so many oh my uh, i think like our superstition um started with like our ancestors being like really spiritual connected and then it got changed to like a scare tactic (laughs) (laughs) well not just that like my mom my parents well actually my mom and my aunties and uncles would use it to scare us so i i just think it's scare tactics too but (laughs) um i think um the one i will go with is the one that i find that is most common um, with Pompey and Chuk. <clears throat> so, um, you know Puse Malek, right? Um, it's, it's the, <laughs> it's the, the Is chicken... it the mountain? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mountain? <laughs> okay. I was like, I was like, I think so I, I don't want to say it in English because it's it really. <laughs> If it makes you feel better, my brother already said it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. So, um, when, so growing up, when we pass there, everything has to be silent. Like, you cannot make noise or anything. Like, turn off the radio. Like, everything, like, now that I think about it, I'm like, was it a sacred ground or, like, things like that? But the reason we um, make it silent is you want to show respect to the mountain um, because also, like, you don't want to disturb Limoteleng. Have you heard of her? So, no. um, she is, like, a really strong, any, uh, like, how, how I translate it, I think she's a demoness. So, anything, anything that Ooh. happens, it involves Limoteleng back home. And, like, even saying her name, like, I know everyone will come for my throat for saying her name. Right. <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't know about her because I was born here, so never like you me. cannot even mention her name. Like there's like a heaviness that comes with her name. So when you pass that, like you just you have to show respect and not make noise and anything like that. And anytime I question like why can't we make noise? And that's kind of the answer I get. Like, no, you don't want Limotelin to come and possess you, you know, or take you away. Oh so like goodness. that's kind of the answer I get. And um same thing with you. I can't remember what their um demon name is. Um but there is this island and it has 
um, if I remember it correctly, oh my gosh, don't come for me if I'm wrong. But um, <laughs> there's this island that has a rock um, on this island. So anytime, so they they travel by boats, right? So um, when we come from our island to go to the main island that has like stores and stuff, we have to pass this island. So even though it's kind of far away, you um, they kind of like slow down the motors and kind of like lift a little bit of the motors, like when I was there. So, um, and then you have to pay Ooh. respect and just be um, like quiet while you pass it. And then once you pass that little section, then you go on to the normal thing. So yeah, that's oh. kind of like the superstitions that I find. <laughs> um, if you go to the jungle um, back home, you and it's getting like, you know, dawn, like where um, it's getting dark, like you can't really be calling someone's name because that person, um, so the Montelang will appear in their form and take you away. <gasps> oh my gosh, that's even creepier. So she can like turn in. So I had this really bad nightmare when I was a child. I've never told anyone this because it's just it's just something that's random. But um, I had this really bad nightmare that my dad came to pick me up because my parents <laughs> have been like not together since I was really really young. And he came to my mom's house and he was like, oh, I'm here to get you. But I can tell it oh my gosh, my that's dad. how it is back home. Like, and that's why, yeah. yeah. And he looked like my dad, but his eyes <gasps> were lighter colored Dude, than my dad. And I could. Wait, is that like something yes, like, like, and like or or um like sh- her eyes and her uh, like the eyes are different, like it's cat like or like the hair. It's shiny. Oh my gosh, I'm so yeah. Oh my gosh, I have now. goosebumps right now. <laughs> I genuinely never, ever knew this. Like, I'm only learning this from you, and I swear on everything, I've never told anyone about this nightmare. So I had this nightmare when I was, like, a child, but it was, like, always the scariest nightmare because I was always afraid that my mom would be, like, just, like, my dream would always end before I would, like, go off with him, but I would always be, like, I don't want to go with him. I don't want to go. That's not my dad, and she'd be, like, no, stop being disrespectful. Go with your dad. But I was always like, what is that, dad? Oh, I believe it. Like, it's probably something can happen. Like, um, did you know one of our beliefs is because we're from there, just even mentioning Limuatalink because you're rooted from there, it's like you're summoning her. Oh. Well, those were all the questions I had. I know. That's it's actually right? fun. <laughs> Oh, um, do you have anything that you want to share with people, like shows they should watch, books they should read, podcasts they should listen to, anything like that? Oh, I don't know if you heard of Dave Ramsey. <clears throat> so I've been on yes. Dave Ramsey Baby Step. Um, this is our third year of being on him, um, like his beliefs and just like kind of getting out of debt. But it actually has helped me. Um like financially because in our culture like if somebody passed away or something happens like we're all about helping right like that's what I love about our community is we all come together and sell us right so um, yeah if I think if we would take some of his like teachings and apply that to our life or just like listen to him you know if you are looking for financial freedom um, without any like hoax or anything like that, just f- solely from your hard work, 
I would really recommend listening to um, his books. And then also, is there anything that you would like to plug, like uh, your Instagram, your Twitter, um, anything like that? So I, I usually have, so my Instagram is for couponing. <laughs> and then um, my Twitter, I, I'm scared for people to follow me on Twitter because that's like my unfiltered me. <laughs> but um, so my Snapchat. My Snapchat is all about food and family, so you guys can enjoy my Snapchat. It's um, the handle is K three N as in Nancy and then Mac with the C M A C. So K three N Mac. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Well, that's all I had for you. Thank you so much for letting me interview you. I oh I really no, thank you for it. having me. Aw, and uh, I okay, guess I'll, bye. I'll talk to you later, okay?